Thanks for joining us for another episode of Riding Through the Ages. I'm Eugene. And I'm Eric. And we're going to continue our revolving journey through the eras of Common Rider with uh, episode eight of Common Rider Double, entitled Find the Sea, Dancing Hero. Uh, it aired October 25th, 2009. It was written by Naruhisa Arakawa and directed by Ryuta Tasaki. And this is the second episode of the Heaven's Tornado. The, 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 what I've been warning you about since we started, Devil. Right. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, from last episode, it was, it was fair warning for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yep, this is, uh, it, it lives up to it. Um, Heaven's Tornado doesn't live up to what we've been led to believe what Heaven's Tornado is. <laughs> but this episode's definitely live up to what I've been telling you it is. <laughs> yeah, I, um... I need closure on this, I think. I need I need to just rip the band-aid off, watch it, move on with yeah. my life. Um one of the things that I did notice that I was wrong about, but I don't know if they explain it, is that I told you there was only twenty seven twenty six uh uh guy memories. Okay. One for each letter, but there's two C's, cockroach and cyclone. Oh. So now that's got me all messed up. Yeah, because so, uh, I thought there was only because there is the A to Z guy memories of fate, the movie where there's 26, and they sell a case that has 26. So I don't know if they sell psych. I don't know. Maybe don't know. maybe they're doubles. <laughs> uh, it's know. possible that doubles don't count. Doubles ones don't count in the the main ones that are sold in the case. Mm-hmm. Um, because. It's not like a spoiler or anything, but the in A to Z guy memories of fate, all twenty six of those ones look like doubles ones. Okay, they're the smooth ones. They're not the yeah the jagged the, like weird the, shaped the ones that are used by the dope. Yeah, this one looks like it has bones, and this one looks like it's fire. And yeah, yeah. but some of those ones that are in the movie are doubles of ones we see. Mm. So like I think that there is a. I don't think there's a, but I, so I don't think that there's a uh, cockroach one in that case. Okay. Because I think that case is just, because in the movie there is a case with 26. Oh, okay. And I think they're just those ones. And they put the, the six double ones are in that. And then the others. Well, I mean, it kind of, it, it makes sense that there would be 26 that are, you know, each a letter and then based off a creature because a cyclone is not. An extinct creature, right? So, well, uh, you, oh, no, because that you're thinking of you're thinking of zero ones things. Oh, that's right. I am. <laughs> because money is not an extinct creature that's either. True. Yeah, <laughs> no, that good point. <laughs> you're thinking of zero ones that are expensive. I'd say edit that that out, but no, it's just too funny thinking about that. Money, it's extinct or gold coins, I suppose. <laughs> extinct form of uh, currency. I mean, I mean because because you're thinking that there was T Rex and then there was Amakaras right. or whatever. Yes, it was. and then now we have the in the Smilodon, so I was, yeah, that was just in the recent Also, memory. cockroaches are distinct. Well, maybe a type of cockroach is what, you no, know. all cockroaches are alive forever. <laughs> There's never been a cockroach that's died in the human history. Yeah, if you find a dead cockroach, it's just playing dead, or, yeah. <laughs> or it's its husk. It's a very elaborate husk. Uh, yeah, so anyways, we ended the, the, the last episode with um, uh, not a very good moment for Philip. You see, he got distracted because Heaven's Tornado and cockroach stole two of their memories. Mm-hmm. Now this doesn't instantly uh, make them untransform. Yeah, it I just, noticed that. Yeah, it, it means that they can't uh, do the memory break. Okay, but they still have 
they can still shoot. We'll find out. Well, don't don't yeah. answer that. Don't. Mm. <laughs> um, it's kind of iffy because how they untransform is just removing the memories, but sometimes they don't remove done mm. because it doesn't look like it's any different from when they uh just change forms. I mean, it's just it's the movie magic thing. It's right. Like, <laughs> where does where does the belt come from, really? You know, because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I guess sometimes you see it just kind of dig- digitize. Like, onto on the, on, onto onto Philip, yeah. But Shotaro always just has it in his like back physically, pocket. Physically, like slaps it into, yeah, his back pocket, <laughs> his pants. He cannot fit pieces of paper in his back pocket. I mean, okay. where does his watch come from? Or do his 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 giant beetle phone? Okay, I mean, granted, with episode seven, he had some pretty pretty wide back pockets that were a different color from his jeans, so it's kind of obvious. But there's still no way that that's fitting in there. I mean, yeah. I mean, you look at his phone. His phone is like the size of a, a literal brick, and um, you know it's kind of funny. Uh, people people will sometimes end up with horrible back, like lower back issues and like hip issues, just from sitting on their wallet. Yeah, you know, like uh, and that's only you know half an Sli- inch to an inch. Yeah, maybe an inch and a half if you have the really thick one, right? Yeah. And I just imagine the the horrible back problems you're gonna have from that like huge Th- that three inch thick phone. Yeah, it's like about the size of our, our little recording device there. So what it's funny is if you watch it, whenever they're going to show him taking it out of his pocket, they don't. They have him take it off from off screen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like he's picking it up off a desk. Yeah, but it's like he just reaches to where his pocket would be and just pulls it up. Here it is. <laughs> yeah, gotta accept it. Yeah, it's the movie magic. Anyway. You know, there's a. Uh, uh, I just had this thought. It just occurred to me. I looked down and I saw "Find the Sea" because I have it written down. Mm. Cockroach. I think in an earlier episode when we were talking about what we did in the week, and I was talking about words of relation. Yeah, yeah. I feel like had I known this episode was coming up, I would have just saved that for this. I would have been like <laughs> steaming about it for two months or however long. Uh, and what was it? Was uh, blastoid? Uh, close. Blatoid. Blatoid. Yeah. Blatoidal yeah. or you know, just <laughs> change it, mix it up. Uh, so anyway, so we are going to go watch that. Cyclone Joker. Okay, and we're back. <laughs> I told you, didn't I? <laughs> you know, the thing is, you did tell me, but and when I sat down today, I thought I would be physically and emotionally prepared. <laughs> no. No. There's no way to prepare for Heaven's Tornado. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's just... It's so Heaven's Tornado is just going to be that thing where it's going to be like, this is the Heaven's Tornado moment, or this is... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's 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 thing. It's a thing. Yeah. You just saw that. <laughs> it's going to haunt my dreams. Yep. Uh, okay. So, it starts off with the recap of the last episode, like mm-hmm. it normally does. Yeah, with the cool... Uh, investigation board board with the relationships and uh it it picks up right where the last episode left off yeah only now the the cockroach is gloating yeah just having stolen luna and trigger stolen is uh, stole luna and trigger and so uh the fight continues yeah yeah so yeah uh, they don't shoot never did find out if they can still shoot yeah, they can still fight yeah i never used the gun i was sitting there the whole time like come on one shot just try one shot <laughs> for me because basically at this point the cockroach is just beating him up yeah he's just running at them yeah real fast using, using his, his speed, speed just a uh, uh, quick run bys and then um shotaro who is the better fighter uh figures out that you know he figures out good timing and he 
he he changes to heat metal right as the cockroach is running at them. Yeah, it does a sweet ass heat metal change. So like when with this fight with Nazca, he used the heat metal change to block the sword. This time he used it as a kind of like a spear to yeah, as a like a to, so that uh, yeah the cockroach Calvary. ran right into him. Yeah, and uh, he fights a little bit with the with uh, the staff, and then. Um, Cockroach manages to grab heat and me- uh, heat and metal at- when he gets hit. Yeah. Like he takes a hit to so do it. He he managed pretty well. It's like he, he seems like the staff was just as good as the uh, uh, lunar trigger. Obviously, a little more involved. It's not just pressing the trigger and kind of be like, <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. So the the cockroach realizing it's getting beat up, kind of dives in. As he's getting hit away, he grabs the two. Um, heat and metal, so now he's got four. Yeah, and I and he and he des- determines to call that a day, and then he runs off. Yeah, it's like okay, well, I got what I came for, I guess. Not really, but yeah. I think it's because he he realized that the chick was gone by now. Yeah, and um, he he just basically took it as a win, and then he runs off. Yeah, and then uh, of course, uh, Philip, all he cares about is Evans Tornado. Yeah, Evans Tornado is like, oh, I've got to go find her, so. <laughs> Because I can't remember what Philip was, or not Philip, I'm sorry, what Shotaru was saying, and then Philip makes the realization when he transforms back, like he sits up from the back of the trash truck, and, and is he's like, like, does what this mean I won't be able to do, or shakes the trash bag, <laughs> acting like a little kid? Uh-huh. <laughs> he's got a little piece of, uh, so Akiko has a full-on banana peel on her head, but I don't know what he had in his hair, but it was just some trash or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then it goes to uh, the opening. Mm-hmm. Goes to the opening credit, uh, the uh, the opening, and then when it comes back, they are in the office, mm-hmm. and basically this is the uh, info dump. Yeah, so this is where you basically all the questions that you had from episode one. Well, nobody had any questions, but all the questions you could have <laughs> from yeah. the first part of this episode uh, would be answered. So you over here, you have Philip tracing where he wrote down heaven's tornado on the walls he's got his hood up yeah. and he's like moping sulking <laughs> moping yeah, yeah. uh <laughs> and this is where you find out all the the things that are pretty obvious that he was the one who threw the the uh the rock through the window mm-hmm. so that he can so that he could hire and then akiko asks said why didn't you say something when you found out I was the chief, and then yeah, Shotaro <laughs> is like, like you know, of course, I get, it. I, yeah, I get it. As soon as they realize a little high middle school girl is the chief, <laughs> she hits him with the the slipper and says, "Who are you calling? Beautiful, <laughs> yeah, beautiful uh, junior high student." And he's like, "I never said that last time. It was cute. This time she adds beautiful into it, right?" Um, and tells See, the backstory of what was pretty obvious is that yeah. they were um. Yeah, because do a full on flashback. And the kids, uh, like... Daigo and uh, Chizu were dance partners, mm-hmm. and then she like quit coming to dance practice and started joining the swim class. And he goes crazy about it. Yeah, he's like, oh, man, he seems like such an asshole. He's just like, why, why aren't you going to practice? And he just throws her up against the wall. <laughs> it's like, Jesus, man. Like, well, the funny thing is, is like I always watch it, and then I realize if th- you'll see this later on, their relationship is not of a uh, of like partners of the guy girl they act like they're two guys yeah kind of sort of i mean even later on when they're like confronting each other mm-hmm. if this was it it like seems weird it is but they weird. fight like they're two guy characters yeah 
Yeah, I don't know. I think it might have been written as if they were two guy characters yeah. because the way they fight and argue with each other, there's no romance between them yeah, at all. Yeah, it could have been that originally it was going to be two guys and that it wasn't going to be like synchronized swimming. It was going to be something else. And then, yeah, I mean, like when he pushes her against the wall, that's like a total two guys fighting move. Yeah. Cause I mean, if we, when we, get, well, I'll bring this back up when we get to the, the part of the story here where uh, that comes to a head. Uh, and then I'll give my thoughts on why I think it was also written for two males. Yeah. But I agree with that because it's totally because it looks like he's just an abusive jerk, right? Yeah, and I would say but, if you if you were to replace her with any guy, it's just two people squabbling. Yeah, it's, it's it's two guys squabbling, and like one she, of them's not telling him the other one everything, right? But she's like half his size, and he just like throws her up against this concrete <laughs> yeah, wall, but he's like screaming looks, in her face. He, yeah, it looks like he's an abusive boyfriend. It's like, it, dude. But um, uh, uh, basically, yeah. So the the long and short of it is, they were dance partners. She went to go do synchronized swimming without explaining anything. He confronts her. She says nothing, and he walks off. He gets really childish and decides, "I'm gonna mope over here." And then, oh, there's oh on a, a website, he basically he just he just vents by saying, "I wish she would die." On a website, yeah, let's go to the dark web and say, so, "I hope somebody kills her." That'd be great. Um, and uh, the whole time I'm sitting here, like I even wrote down something about. Yeah, actual childish responses is what yeah. I said. And then I, thankfully, Shotaro, once again, echoing my exact thoughts, <laughs> the, the moment I think them is like, oh, okay, so you were acting like a child. Yeah, that's what he says. <laughs> like, you're basically acting like a child. And then he's just like, and then I found out people who were actually dying who were going on this website. <laughs> so basically, he was just venting on a forum. And then it turns out that this is a website where people get killed. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, that's why he he hired uh, uh, yeah the, the agency because the agency has a reputation with handling uh, dopants yeah yeah and uh, at first you're thinking to yourself why didn't he just come in but yeah. then you realize he's like he's a high school student who mm-hmm. dropped out and he's responsible for the whole thing yeah so he felt emb- he felt embarrassed and ashamed of it and right so, so that's why he went this way yeah and. Uh, so the, immediately, Akiko and uh, Shotaro, of course, are properly responding to everything that he's saying. Yeah. And all of a sudden, uh, Philip walks over and is like, oh, that's exactly it. That's everything. Or, you know, that'll help me. And he just walks off. It says something about Heaven's Tornado, basically, and walks no, off. No, basically he says, it's like, so all you have to do is reconcile, right? Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, all you have to do is reconcile, and then I can see Heaven's Tornado. <laughs> okay, that's what it was. All you can do is reconcile, and you'll see Heaven's Tornado. And they're just like, no, it's these are people. It's not this simple. And he's just like, he's just like, I don't know if I got all the information, and he walks off yeah, and goes to his garage. And, 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 like, huh? and, and then Shotaro's just like, hey, I, I need your help to find the guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it goes to him in the, uh, in the garage, and he's doing his... Uh, library thing he goes to the guy at library Mm -hmm. and he looks up boys and girls quarrel and reconciliation and there's a million books still he's like oh that didn't narrow it down at all so what he does is he grabs the first book off of his shelf and he's just like we'll try this one (laughs) and so i i think that like if this was a longer if this was like um an hour-long show it would have been him trying several different things and failing over and over again yeah because we only got to see one but i think it would have been a lot more funny if they had you know, it was like a montage of him trying to get them together and fixing things. Right. And not rel- like he's trying all these romantic situations uh-huh. and they're not a romantic couple at all. Right, right. They're like a partnership. <laughs> and so he's getting it all wrong. Yeah, it's just going it's going the wrong direction every time. Um, But uh, 
so then it goes to what Shotaro's doing, I believe, is the yeah. next step. And he's uh, basically, I, I, it feels like aimless, and he just kind of stumbled across Santa. But no, he no. Because the thing is, is that he's looking around, and you hear you hear Santa Chan, mm-hmm. and he's talking about an off uh, off season Christmas. It's actually not that this aired in October, so it wasn't that far away from Christmas. Mm, okay. Um. Uh. But when he comes up to Santa, he says, "What have you found out?" Okay, so that means they were meeting up there. All right. So what what it means is most likely is he made a call into all of his connections. Okay. Um. So he has his whole. It's it's cool that he has like this network, yeah, of people, of like information. Like he had uh, Queen and Elizabeth the last episode. Right. He has he has Watcher Man and he has Santa, and they like cover different areas of the city, and he's able to get different information from them. So what uh, Santa has is a a manga, a dojin. Yeah. Like a for those who don't know, it's basically a self published manga. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't go through, like, you know, Jump or anything like that. No, it's just someone writes it up. It's basically just a, uh, an amateur. Right. That's um, what I think what we would call it, an amateur comic or something. Like, a web a web comic doesn't necessarily need uh, a publisher. Yeah, a publisher. And so uh, um, it goes back to, like, zines. Like, just fanzines. Right. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, uh, Santa whips it out, and basically it's... Uh, the manga adventures of the cockroach. Yeah, so like you know, the roach adventure or Avenger. I can't remember what it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, Santa says that what's interesting about it is that it it shows everyone that's being killed, but it's always released before uh, the person's actually killed. So that means that people speculate the mangaka is the one who is the roach. Yeah. Because how would you know who's going to die? But it's like self-published, self-made, so there can't be any real information about it. So uh, as Shotaro's looking through this, this is actually something, I'll point it out to you as someone who knows about the series, this is something, and also it's actually been pointed out before, this show is about the fact of how well Shotaro knows the city. Yeah. Because he talks about it being his playground, and and in later episodes it'll talk about how how much he loves the city and how much the city is part of him. Mm Mm-hmm is that he's able to go through the magazine and see um, a drawing and say, I know where this area is. Basically, just because of how Futo Tower looks here, yep. it's too well done yeah. to be just made up. It, this is actually somebody's referencing it. Right. Like So it, it, it looks like they're just looking right out their window, and this is what they're drawing. So know? he's able to figure out where these pictures are drawn from. Mm-hmm. And so then it goes to that, it like overlays, it shows the picture, and then it shows the real Yeah, the actual place, apartment which building. Which is the, as well done, uh, it's a drawing of the place. And then it goes into uh, into the place and shows... Yeah, this, who, you know, shaggy-haired uh, guy with, I don't remember he has glasses, he doesn't have glasses, no. No, I don't know. But he has shaggy hair and he's on the phone and he's listing off the uh, Luna trigger heat metal and then goes to the other side of the phone call and it shows that he's talking to Kirihiko. Mm-hmm. Now this is interesting in that I don't know like I made a suggestion that pre- that maybe these two episodes were the first episodes filmed. Yeah. And th- this might actually uh bring that up too. Um they they might have been the first ones written or the first ones filmed because it has a different uh format mm. in the fact that we have never seen the cockroach in the per- first episode. Right. 
almost always in the two-part episodes, you meet the human version. The human who is it, which was kind of a bait and switch because when we were watching the first episode, you kind of feel like the coach is the bad guy. It's the guy. Yeah, yeah. That was and that's be- and the reason why you think that, there's no real reason other than him being mean to Daigo, but he wasn't being mean. He was like, stop dancing in the middle of the field. Right. Uh, the only reason you think it might be him is because he's the only other character. Yeah, the only other one that you see. <laughs> I mean, and there's a lot of other things that could have led to it, like C is coach. Uh, also, uh, it would explain how he got inside the school. Yeah, but, but it, I mean... But no, because we saw that uh, the cockroach just runs into the school. Right. Yeah, but he could have been running from off screen inside the school already. So th- that's, but the biggest reason why you thought it would be the coach yeah, is because he's, he's the only other one you see. But no, so uh, in this episode, this is the first time, he, like, this actor wasn't even in the previous episode. Nope, never seen him before. So basically, he's just a guy who's gone a little crazy. He, well, uh, I mean, that's, I guess it, it makes sense because every single Dopon, it seems like, unless they're using a driver. It's going crazy in some way. Yeah, but it also points out that it's like, oh, yeah, well, he doesn't have to be connected to the scenario at all because he just got a name off a website. Right. He doesn't have to be the coach. Nope. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't have to. It'd be kind of weird. It would be really weird if it was the coach because what about all those other people who had been killed? Right. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, he's talking to Kirihiko, and Kirihiko is, like, really happy about the fact that he's got these, um, the memories because you remember that Kirihiko is in an arms race against the cat for some reason yeah. <laughs> um, to be a more useful member of the family. Right. So <laughs> the, man- the mangaka is like, I, you know, I tried to use these on my uh, spot, I think he called it. Basically the, the tattoo yeah, that the, has the, that's where they put the, the memories and yeah. transform, but it wouldn't work. And the Kiriho- Kirihiko's like, that's because you don't have a driver. Yeah. You need a driver to make those work. And so he's like, well, you know, driver. And he's like, it's the belt that the guy was wearing. Basically, he says, if you get the double driver, you will be able to use his memories and become a better Avenger. Yeah. So it's like he's trying to drive him along to, uh, you know, accomplish his own goals. Yeah. Which I thought that was a very interesting switch for the character because it looked up to this point. I thought this guy was very hands on. And I mean, don't get me wrong. He's still hands on in that he's driving it along. He's trying to be like, hey, why don't you go take the belt? But. I, you know, I just Th- seemed that's like... another reason I think that this episode might have been made beforehand yeah. because, like, the Hirohiko we've seen in previous stories mm-hmm. would be there fighting alongside Cockroach. Right. Yeah. Then, uh, well, not basically that kind of solidified my opinion on your theory there. I feel like, yes, it's got to be because that just seems so different. I yeah. Mean, I haven't, I'd have to see more of his character in the next couple episodes to see if it's changed back to him being more hands-on, but definitely... So um, I think uh, these episodes might just be able to be thrown out. Yeah. Except for the only thing is that... Uh, the only thing that we saw is that meat can transform. I think that's the only right. thing that's important out of... Yeah. Well, there is one more thing, which is directly after he hangs up the phone and he's looking... You know, he's like, yeah, finally things are going my way because the guy's going to go take the belt. Uh, his wife walks on screen. Sakurako. Yeah. yeah, and she's just not, not happy with him. Sayak. Yeah, Saiko, I think. Yeah, Sakurako is from is is uh, what's her name? In? It's, it's her name is Sakurako. Is is the lady from uh, uh, Kuga? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I say her name, yeah, what, and I say her name? what's her name? Whatever her name is. <laughs> yeah, Sakurako. Whatever her name is. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, she's uh, she's not happy with him because we haven't seen yet how she's reacted to his failure. Yeah. In the previous you know, story, yeah, yeah. Because they did uh, 
in the last episode on the previously on, it mentioned the fact about the fact that he lost. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's he's like, oh, I I got some good news, you know, trying to give her an update, right. and she's like, I don't want an update, I want results. Yeah, I want you to handle it. I I, I don't want to hear about it until it's like uh, something's done. Yeah, take care of it. Because I mean, I thought that was interesting because the first thing that we see. I mean, last episode, we actually saw how uh, the patriarch and Wakana are dealing with it. I can't remember his name. Terror. But uh, yeah. Yeah. That guy. Uh, Father Sondazaka. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're obviously not pleased. And that's when he was making that uh, not Com- subtle jab about, uh, like, don't let the cat out do you, basically. Yeah. But we hadn't seen anything about the wife, which I was like, man, what the heck? That's like the relevant thing. They have such a good relationship. And now we get yeah. to see it. She's not happy. It's also the first time he's actually failed at something. Right. Yeah, yeah. and so he's not handling that very well. No, That's probably a, not. Yeah, I mean, if you're like, so used to winning, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's cool because I love that dynamic of like you learning about like, uh, they have a dynamic. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. like they have favorites and they have relationships within just them outside of the the hero. Yeah, relevant to Common Rider. Yeah, he just now is showing up and ruining their plans. He it goes to cockroach. He's not cockroach. That's the, the bad guy. He's not cockroach yet. But uh, he's drawing, frantically drawing what will be the next, his victory, basically. Yeah. So basically, he is showing a scene with Chizuru running, like the anime version of Chizuru running. And it's going and between the like uh, the panels of the comic mm-hmm. and her actually doing it. Yeah. Her Pretty running. Pretty well drawn. Pretty well drawn, yeah. Her running the uh, and her like being out of breath. And then a hand coming out and grabbing her shoulder. And then she like looks back very slowly and and with terror in her eyes. And in the comic, the comic book is Cockroach grabbing her. Mm -hmm. And then in real life, it's Philip. And he's just like, did I do something wrong? Yeah, totally (laughs) missing social cues. Like somebody's freaking out and you just slowly sneak up and put your hand on their shoulder. And so he contacted her and then it cuts to uh, uh, Shotaru finding... The apartment. So there's a lot of cutting back and forth really mm-hmm. quickly here. But this is uh then it's Shotaru finding the location. Yes. And then he basically he just goes to the right apartment. Yeah. So he I mean it might he might have gone to all the apartments. Uh, this is like <laughs> there's like four or five in this this building. Right. Because every time he goes up and he, he like he he's plugging his nose and he's saying something about being a doctor. Something like that. He's basically trying to impersonate somebody else but in a, like a general like this could be literally anybody yeah you'll answer the door because this sounds like so the 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 cockroach guy opens it up and then he sees shotaro and he's like you and obviously that's why and so he tries to run away and like shotaro just busts in mm-hmm. and uh he he grabs the things and if there's no dope hunt Shotaro knows he can take this guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's regularly trying to fight Dopons without his stuff. So. Yeah. Shotaro just knows that he can take the guy. So the guy knows. He grabs grabs the uh, he grabs the double memories he has, changes into a cockroach, says he's going to get Chizuru, and jumps out. Mm-hmm. And uh, Philip runs to the window. Shotaro. Oh, sorry. What did I say, Philip? Shotaro runs to the window, whips out Stag, the the beetle that... Uh, it's his phone. It's his phone, but it's like so far, I think we've only seen it follow people. Have we seen it do anything else? Yeah. Um, it did the fire thing with the... Oh, that's right. Uh, Man, that's crazy. So that's like the... the. Uh, I wonder what it looks like with Luna, random thing that just whipped in my mind. Yeah. But, <laughs> sorry. But yeah, so he, he says says to it, just follow him. 
yeah. and uh, you know report back. I guess I just thought that was interesting. He's like, are you giving it voice commands? I guess so. <laughs> it's like, does it have its own uh, personality and opinions? <laughs> no, I can imagine it's since it's a cell phone, you speak into it. I'm just wondering how the toy works. Oh yeah, you know, does it have any voice commands? Or oh, like- dude, there's some silly, silly like little extra things in other seasons. Ridiculous. In the next season, uh, in O's, um, they're soda cans. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> and he'll, like you'll ca- you'll crack it, you'll like pop open the can, and it'll open up into like various different animals, like octopuses or birds. <laughs> Alright. Season after that, Happy Meal Toys. I'm not even... Me- I'm talking about, like, fries and burgers and milkshakes <laughs> that, like, are little robots that'll follow people around. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, man, it's a toy commercial with plot. Anyways, uh, so... And then it goes to... Uh, what's her name? Akiko. Akiko. It goes to Akiko, and she is, like, guiding... Diagon, mm-hmm. and he's got a face mask on so that he can't see. Yeah, like one of those uh, sleep masks. Yeah, sleep masks with like anime eyes on them. Yeah, and so he's pushing him forward, and he's just like, "Where are you leading?" She's like, "Just, just go." And then it bumps him into Chizu. Yeah, who also has the same, well, not the same uh, exact. Yeah, it's sleep a diff- mask, but it's a different sleep mask. And they pull off the sleep mask, and they're like, "Oh, it's you!" And then the revolve Gary shuts on them. Uh it's. Yeah, the revolve Gary shuts, and so he they're locking them in, and he's and it, this was Philip's uh, plan all Philip's along. Philip's plan is like, that, well, we just lock them in up, and they'll figure it out. Yeah, the anime cliche where if they get locked in the uh, the school shed overnight, yeah, that the, oh, the relationship will bloom. Um, but no, <laughs> uh, total opposite. So they start uh, fighting. Pretty yeah, pretty crazy because it's like obviously she's like, you tried to kill me. And he's like, no, 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 I'm trying to fix it. And she's like, yeah, okay, now that you're trying to fix it, it doesn't change the fact that you tried to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> and this is also where you see their fight. It's a guy-guy fight. Yeah. Like, he, like, he, like, grabs her collar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's very, it's very physical. Not like they're punching or anything like that, but damn near. And they could be. Yeah, they're just, they're really close to throwing punches. And, like... It, it seems really weird when you look at it as like a guy and a girl arguing, but if it was two guys arguing, you're like, yeah, this is how yeah, they would do it. Go down. And so uh, Philip is just like, well, we got to do something different. So he whips out the magic music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he, he he plays the boombox because there's all. This is kind of like feeling like one of the gadgets where the boombox is just there because you didn't see Daigo carry it. So and it's up there with them. Yeah. So it's like they had the the boombox all along. They had Daigo's back, <laughs> um, which is possible because I don't think he ever left their office. Uh, true enough. That could be that he's just staying there. Which meant that he that which also meant that why why would you have to walk him in? Well, no, that meant that Philip had to guide Chizu through the tunnel the car goes through. <laughs> yeah, that or they, that or the. To trick him, they put the thing on his face and walked him outside and then back inside. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the logistics of this is just... <laughs> Anyways, uh, so basically the magic of music... It makes her cry. Makes her cry, <laughs> makes him realize that she like still likes the music. And the whole thing was... Her, she was learning... Uh, synchronized, okay, 
in between this conversation, I, I want to say this before we go with th- that, is that it switches over to the cockroach running away and the stag follow the the phone following him. At which point he goops it and it hits the ground. Yes, and then it comes back to uh, him, you know, doing the thing where he's like looking at her and she's looking away. <laughs> it's very typical. Yeah, and she says, uh, as you were saying, basically she was using synchronized swimming to become a better dancer yeah it's because you know normal people when they're like man i'm I'm just holding him back what i should do is i'm holding him back and i intend to to continue our partnership after i've learned things independently rather than say that she decides to cut off all contact (laughs) and start a completely different swimming class involving cooperating with people because so 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 you, you when you hear his side of the story you're like, Dago, you're an idiot. What are you doing? You're just like, you're overreacting. Yeah. But then you hear her side of the story, and you're like, you did overreact, but maybe you had a little bit of reaction. I mean, it makes she a little made bit of some sense. mistakes. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, okay. He, he even asked the question. He's like, well, why didn't you just tell me? And she says, well, that's because you would just say, uh, rely on me, basically. Yeah. And it just seems like <laughs> you could just say, no, no, no. I want to get better, though. Like, I want to improve it rather than. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I'm okay. Like she's she went to go do synchronized swimming so that way she can learn to cooperate with people or like you know just be better at uh, figuring out what they're gonna do so she can do the same. And I'm thinking, wouldn't you have done that anyway just by practicing? Yeah, I mean it's hard practice? to. It's hard. It's always the fact that if a if the entire situation could be fixed by a like a, a one sentence. Mm-hmm. Then it's not really a big problem. No. But the reason why, okay, earlier on I said I was going to bring it back up. The fact that if you were to replace your character with a male character, right, and slightly change the story. Okay, because like if the entire thing would make perfect sense if one character thought that they weren't equal to the other character. And so they left to go pursue their own training to be just as good, mm-hmm. right? So I feel like that was the original idea. Yeah. And then it changed to this sort of, I need to go learn how to better interpret what other people are doing so I can do, I don't know, some nonsense that, I, I don't know, I feel like... like It could even be that. It could even be like, the whole, like, it could have even been synchronized swimming if it was a guy. I'm like, I don't care about that. No, no, no. <laughs> it could have totally been. It's just that, yeah, I, I think they just added the female because, I don't even know. I mean, there's so many things that can change why... Uh, something would be edited. It, it could be, hey, we couldn't find another person that would not just totally outshine this guy who we're trying to push. Yeah. You know, because I'm still 100% sure the reason why this is even an episode is because they want to have this kid start his career. You know, the one I was talking about. Yeah. The, yeah. But, but yeah, so I I don't know. It's Wha- a very bi- basically a very bizarre setup. Not as good as the other episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, the motivations are just they make up, and uh, yeah, it's just that easy too. Now that they're and what's great is like, uh, she uh, Akiko is on the outside and she's like, okay, this is great, Philip, you've done it, and Philip's like, I don't care. Can you do Heaven's Tornado now? Yeah, just please do Heaven's Tornado. <laughs> like they made up like three seconds ago. He hasn't even let them out yet. <laughs> He's yelling again. Can you do have his tornado now? Yeah, please. <laughs> so and it's it, just like, Philip, if you if you just paid attention a little bit, you would get what you want. Yeah, just give it a second. <laughs> and then 
okay, to follow up the weird. We were pacing. talking about this without on, on it, but uh, we were talking about this like not recording about the fact of uh, Phillips' um, personality is that of somebody who always gets the answers right away. Yeah, he he's so used to immediately knowing everything. His entire that. like his not his entire life because he can't remember his entire life, but as as long as he can remember, all he's had to do to find the answers for anything is to think about it yeah. for like two seconds. Two seconds, and, yeah. And it gets the answer. It's kind of like how we are now with Google. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I, in in reality, okay, if you were to compare him to dial-up internet versus, uh, you know, right now, high-speed internet, so you're so used to just out on a whim going to whatever page you want. But back in the day, <laughs> we had to not know who starred in Apocalypse Now. Yeah, three, <laughs> <laughs> three, three minutes of... Do you remember when it was when when you were like a kid and you'd be like, I wonder, and at the end of the day you're like, I still wonder. Yeah, no, I still don't know. <laughs> but then you get used to just being like, oh, okay, I'll just Google it real quick. Yeah, and now you know, thinking about it, I get really irritated when all I want to do is Google something extremely simple. Like if it's a, if it's a very serious issue, I have the patience because I'm you know like I'm I'm set here. I want to know is this diabetes or do you know, I just have a dry foot? Or something, yeah, you know. But uh, if it's something like, "Look, I just want to know how this person's name is pronounced," and it's taken up five, even five minutes of my time, or it's like, "What time is it in this time zone?" Yeah, and the computer's just like, "No, this isn't working." Yeah, <laughs> got to give you, uh, you know, got to slow down all this stuff. But yeah, so, so he is—he's basically his whole life has been on a whim. instant answer. Yeah, immediate. and this is the first time he's actually had to work for an answer. <laughs> So he doesn't know how to handle it. (laughs) And he's, I guess he's clearly shown to have absolutely no idea uh, how to deal with social interaction or any kind of cue whatsoever. I mean, uh, even him sneaking up on somebody who's clearly freaking out and grabbing their their shoulders. Yeah, he just knows the facts. He doesn't know the context of them. No. And um, as I was saying, uh, also talking about is that that's what Shotaro's for. Shotaro's how to is is about figuring things out. Mm-hmm. Philip is just about knowing things. Yeah, he just knows them. Uh, anyway, so um, and if, okay, now here's where we go back to the weird pacing. Okay, because the scene ends with Akiko and Philip talking, and Philip saying, "Can I see Heaven's Tornado?" And immediately after that, it goes to Akiko walking down some stairs and putting on well, putting on her shoes and walking down some stairs, and then on the phone saying. Hey, so we're gonna go to such and such uh, park to see Heaven's Tornado. Yeah, so probably a better editing would be right bef- breaking those two scenes up with a different scene. That's what my point is. That I feel, I feel like it should have had, or maybe even did have. At one point, it might have had like a a, a scene of um, Shotaro chasing, or maybe Shotaro chasing. Like, where's that phone? Expecting his phone to come back. Yeah, exactly. Um. And then it, uh, but she it just goes to two back to back scenes of Akiko, yeah, which with yes. a time skip in between because obviously she's coming down some stairs after putting on her shoes, so it's like her own house. Uh, uh it's supposed to be at the inside of the. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, it's a weird. Anyway, <laughs> so um, yeah, so on the other end of the phone is not Shotaro, obviously. It is the cockroach holding this goopy. Basically, she says they messed. They figured it out. We're gonna go to this park so that they can see Heaven's Tornado. And then he doesn't answer. He just hangs up and then throws yeah, the phone. Um. Well, I mean, because in in tel- TV nobody says goodbye. Yeah. On the phone, they just hang up. Watch it. They never do. They just when they're done with their information, they hung up the phone. Where on all TV? 
Nobody mm. says goodbye. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. Because <laughs> goodbye is a waste of time. That's like a whole second. Unless yeah. the scene's going to continue directly from. Even 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 that they'll just hang up the phone. Everybody just hangs up the phone <laughs> unless it's folk. Unless the idea is like, oh, I'm gonna hang up. Goodbye, goodbye. Uh-huh. But no, an almost just it's done, done. Information has been passed. Hang up. Um, <laughs> most of the time they don't even say hello. They just open the phone and start talking. Yep, in the middle of a fight. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, so obviously he knows now where to find Shizuru. Yeah. He's like, oh great, I'm gonna go after this. They say park but it's an overpass yeah it's definitely not a park this is like concrete with pillars and cars going on overhead <laughs> basically they're dancing now and they're going through it and philip's like i'm gonna get to see this i'm gonna get to see this and uh akiko says this is the first time i've seen you like this because this is the first time he's actually had to work for an answer yeah he's like a goody little kid yeah and she's she's he's like what whatever and so she's like, I like it. You know, you, it looks good for you to be like happy. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and then out of nowhere, manhole cover. <laughs> yeah, a manhole cover gets thrown like a frisbee and hits her in the in just right above the knee. In reality, that leg's probably done. Well, manhole covers weigh like 150 pounds or something. They're very, very heavy. You're not supposed to. The average person is not supposed to just go and pick up a manhole cover. The for average good person reason. can't. Yeah, you're supposed to use a crowbar. Yeah, you're supposed to use leverage and just pride them off. Mm-hmm. But um, no, anyway. he just throws it like a frisbee, hits her in the knee, and it's like, ah, oh, and she's. I mean, okay, obviously she's injured, but this is the kind of injury that you don't recover from in reality. This is this is like you walking with a cane for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah, especially with where it hit. But uh, so the Daigo is like, ah, oh, and he runs after the cockroach and starts feebly punching because you know in reality you can't. I mean, this guy just threw a manhole cover like a frisbee. Yeah, it's a normal guy versus a superhuman, and so Philip runs up and he just runs up to her, and just like, can you do Heaven's Tornado? Yeah, <laughs> or will you still? Will you be able to? And she's just like, no. <laughs> He's just like, are you serious? Yeah, it's like no, never again. <laughs> and she says, she says, oh, it's lame too. Which we, is funny because, like, she's on the same wave. Like, I, I'm sorry, I can't do Tevin's tornado for you. Yeah, and she's yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> she says, "Oh, we were on the same waves." <laughs> yeah, we just we just figured out each other's waves or something like that. Basically, wavelengths or like their emotion, whatever. And he's yeah. like, "Waves? Oh, that's what I need." Goes back to his inner guy, you know, library. Now, waves turns the word waves turns into a key and <laughs> opens it up. So this is what I think it was. Okay. This is me retconning or just headcanoning <laughs> this, so it makes sense now. Heaven's Tornado didn't exist. Okay. The technique was a concept in their minds. So it wasn't yet a thing. Until they actually had matched the synchronization of uh, waves. So they had never and, done it, so it cannot. Okay. So because uh, she like she was saying that they finally matched up their waves, like with her training and, and, mm-hmm. and those things. They actually could do Heaven's Tornado now. So before it was just a concept they had, mm-hmm. and now they were actually able to do it. And those waves finally unlocked the technique. So now they both knew it. Mm-hmm. So if they both so actually they knew, knew it, it, then he could look into it, and it, then he could know it. Yeah, because he they know it now. He knows it. Yeah. Whereas before they didn't know it. Yeah. Okay. I gotcha. So that like this is probably just me headcanon. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> But it, it works out in the concept, uh, the the concept of the show. I honestly feel like you that that uh, that whole forty five seconds was more thought put into it than they they had. Yeah, but, <laughs> and I don't think this concept will ever appear again like this. But I sure hope. Not. <laughs> well, no, but I, it also okay. it also goes back to like the reason why uh, uh, sh- uh, Philip 
is not able to know about his past. Right. It's because he doesn't, nobody knows his past because he doesn't know it. Mm. And then everybody else who, I, I don't think anybody who's after him knows who he is. Okay. So yeah, he, oh. so if he, if like, if he knew like his real name, yeah, he would know his past because he would know that, the, that past of that real name, but okay. he just doesn't know it because nobody knows it. Right. I mean, and then also, I, I guess it's possible to just stumble upon it. Yeah. But, uh, and that could be why he's constantly searching. He's just doing random searches. Yeah, yep. just random searches to see if anything comes up. I don't know. If maybe there's a deeper meaning to that, or he's just looking at random stuff for no reason, like but everyone yeah. on YouTube. But yeah, so I think that's why uh, he wasn't able to open that book, yeah. because it actually didn't exist. It was an incomplete technique before then. Yeah, it's a, as good a theory as any. Honestly, I haven't really been putting too much thought into it. To have a tornado, you're not going to... No. Be, you're probably going to wake <laughs> up in the middle of the night, but have a tornado. Have a tornado. But that would be a nightmare. Because really next would. we have a dance fight. Okay, so here's <laughs> what happens. So Shotaro drives up. I have no idea how he found them. Shotaro drives up. Oh, yeah, the cockroach, I, I think the very next thing is that the cockroach kind of pushes the kid down. It's like, you can't cancel the request that you made. Oh, yeah, the kid's it, saying, it's like, I don't want him. And then the yeah. cockroach is like, no. It's too bad, too basically. Bad. And that's when Philip starts to walk up just as Shotaro's coming in with his, his uh, you know, Cool ass bike, and and Philip's like, "What took you so long?" <laughs> and, and it's just like, "Are you serious? <laughs> how did you? How did he even know where to go?" Right. Honestly, how did he know where to go? <laughs> I don't know. That just messed with my head. Like, how did you get there? <laughs> the only form of communication he had was taken and gooped and th- whatever. We're just gonna let it go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, they transform. Cyclone Joker. Now, at first I was thinking, yes, this is this is very poetic because it started with them going to Cyclone Joker and it had very little to no effect. Uh, so they had to do these other two, which both got stolen. So I'm thinking, okay, yeah, they're going to end it with Cyclone Joker. Awesome. <sighs> so they transform to Cyclone Joker and <laughs> Philip says, why don't you let me handle this? And uh, he's like, oh, what? And then it's a dance fight. It's a horrible, horrible dance fight with that same music track that we've been listening to for two episodes. And worse yet, I don't know who was saying it, maybe Philip, but some very poorly, basically, have you ever seen or uh, seen anybody play or play Dance Dance Revolution? Yeah. Okay, where it's like, yeah, whoa, awesome, yeah. So this is uh, my problem with uh, modern day Power Rangers is that they won't shut up. Oh, they're just constantly like, oh, they, here's a one-liner, yeah. pop, pop, pop. It's like, you just let the action speak for itself, right? You know? Uh, but yeah, so I, I think I, I mentioned, I think I did, I wasn't recording when I mentioned I did about the, um, the act, the, the suit actor is very good at showing two different sides. Yeah. But what I also was talking about is that, um, I, the problem with music and television. Oh. Is the fact that you either have to license songs or have them made. Right. Both those cost money. Yep. So then they only have the one song for two episodes. Yeah. And so then you're just like, ah. Oh. And the thing is, it, they're not even kind in, in a way that we get to hear like the middle of the song and continue from there. No, no, no. It starts over from the same place. Like, okay, it starts over from the beginning and it goes up to like the halfway midpoint. Like we never see or hear any well, like verses. I've, I've, been, I've, been, I've been catching up on one piece and Brooke, who's their musician, he plays one song. Yeah. He plays Blink Sake. That's all he ever plays. 
<laughs> and it's because they can't they don't want to license anymore. They don't want to license or make another song, so that's the only song he ever plays. Mm. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, please stop. <laughs> so basically, okay, don't don't think uh Michael Jackson's Moonwalker as far as the dance fight goes. I don't know if you've ever Th- played that game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh I, think think of a fight with a sidestep after every punch. Yeah, just like okay, I'm gonna punch and then, <laughs> and then like doing like throwing your hands out with some weird b boy stuff and then jump down on the ground and do like a kangaroo kick sort of thing. <laughs> there was like two kicks that you could see in maybe Capoeira, right? Like two actual kicks that were used a lot, utilized in actual dance fighting, and then the rest was just like oh, and I'm gonna side. Away. And but then the, the kid magi- joins in. But the magic of dance calls Dago's soul. Yeah. <laughs> and he He's jumps like, oh, in. Man, I gotta get in on this. And uh, and then it's like a uh, a partner dance fight. Yeah, where Daigo doesn't land any hits because he's not a trained fighter. Yeah, I mean he's a dancer. The guy's a dancer, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean he can kick. So he never kicks near the guy because. He's not a trained uh, action guy. Yeah, he's always kicking like away from. Yeah. So um, then it and goes, and um, it's going back and forth, and then we get to actually see Heaven's Tornado. Yeah. And why don't you describe <sighs> Heaven's Tornado for people? Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> the kid is on the bottom. I don't know if you guys have ever seen a uh, like an Olympic, uh, like ice skating. skating. Yeah, ice skating. So he does figure the thing skating, where yeah. yeah, figure skating. So they lock hands and. <laughs> double is on top of him and they start to spin okay but first i want to point out that it does a very uncomfortable looking zoom in shot of his crotch yeah i'm exaggerating but it's like you can it's like wow the suit is a little tight <laughs> so he starts to spin him it starts off slow and then uh starts to pick up speed real fast because i think the cyclone portion of all this they add the wind effect in right um and then they switch to doing it one hand so basically uh, this kid is holding an easily 200-pound man, one hand, spinning him at the speed. Okay, like, I get that, s- that double can use Cyclone and stuff, but this kid, his whole upper torso would be, like, broke. He'd be done. Yeah. But, okay, so they spin around, and then he does, like, a weird, I don't even know how it ended. Because the whole time I was just like, I think at that point I was, like, cringing. Like He, like, face was kicked up. him, and then that was the end of it. Yeah, just kind of. Comes off the top of him. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Because the spin led to a kick. And then they just kind of stopped. They drop down. And then he switches to Luna Trigger and shoots him. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what was the point of having tornado? <laughs> what was the point? And the whole dance fight was like, the cockroach just stood there. He didn't do anything. Like, he, you've already proven to be faster. Oh, literally, there was like a time where like the cockroach wasn't on, on camera for like, 10 seconds while they did some dancing around each other yeah oh yeah that's right yeah no they okay so first off they start punch kicking him together and doing like this sort of switching spots front and back and the cockroach is like huh what huh? they hit him one time and then they seriously walk over like 20 feet and uh start looking at each other and dancing and they like do that uh lock hand i'm trying to think of how you'd say it but like right before you go in for a hug when you're hugging your homie yeah you know <laughs> Uh, like you're gonna shake hands in an intricate way, <sighs> just ridiculous. I can't even express it. Like I, I feel like I need to watch it again just so that way I can not remember myself cringing, <laughs> but I don't think I can. <laughs> so, um, 
And then he finishes it off by turning the Luna trigger and just finishes him off how he was going to in the last episode. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'll give it one thing. That was a very uh, Indiana Jones-esque with the the Arabian Knight coming out of nowhere and the guy just whoops out his gun and pat. There you go. That <laughs> very anticlimactic considering you're going to go through this whole dance fight and the whole answer was what it started with, which was Luna trigger. Yeah. So why did you even do this? I guess at some point we forgot to mention that while they were fighting, they managed to retake the memories. Oh, yeah. They retook the memories. Yeah, that's right. Cause the, see, we forgot well, to mention that. The Heaven's Tornado was powerful enough to knock the memories out of his hand. Right. That's what the whole point of Luna... That uh, was the d- point of it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Mystery solved. Yeah. And then uh, uh, Guy... The memory break. He's not... Uh, and then it cuts to the police taking him away. And then it cuts to uh, the office where uh, um, Shotaro's doing his whole journal mm. on the typewriter, saying that she wasn't actually hurt that bad because it was a <laughs> it was it was a very light manhole cover. Yeah, you know, um, uh, maybe manhole covers in Japan. I've never picked one up. Maybe the manhole <laughs> covers in Japan are like you know they're made of like paper mache. Um, <laughs> you just imagine explaining that to the cop that just walks around the corner and sees you dig into the manhole. What the heck are you doing? Uh. I gotta just. I watched. I watched Common Rider. I had to to question the physics. Um. So I'm trying to. Oh, yeah. Akiko <laughs> looks over his shoulder and is like, basically, he's saying that um that she's gonna be okay. Her leg's not injured, but I'm worried about Philip because this what? whole thing, even though it worked out this time, uh, this is a real nuisance. Basically, when he gets when he gets drawn into something. He can't do anything until he's he's, he's through it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Akiko, reading over his shoulder, says, "Oh, I don't think so. It was it was cool to like see the excitement in his face. Yeah, it's really good for him." And so she walks over. Philip's just reading uh, off to the side, and so she comes over and she has, "Oh, we got some. Uh, there's some mail. A letter for you. It's a letter from uh, Daigo saying that they're going to go. They're practicing a tornado. They're going to go to." The world dance championships, mm. whatever. Everything has a world championship. Is, she sets it. She sets it in his book, and he 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 he's just like whatever. That's a bother. He crumples it up, throws it behind his shoulder. Yeah, perfectly tosses it. And into he's the just trash. like he's just like it's just a like, nuisance. It's a nuisance. Basically, I'm done with that. Yeah, whatever. Have you heard about this mountain called Mount Fuji? Yeah. <laughs> and then he starts rattling off facts. And so basically, it's like as soon as he's done with something, it doesn't matter to him at all mm-hmm. anymore. So she thought, oh, he's going to get into dancing. Yeah, <laughs> he's just really interested in their life and everything. That nope. No, no, uh, he's right back. And so then it ends with him, uh, ran- s- talking random facts about Mount Fuji. Yep. So saying how uh, tall it is and when it was formed, and it's just like, oh god, <laughs> I can only imagine. Every time does he have the? I'm assuming he was he was just minding his own business with the the book. But I'm wondering if anybody ever tries to start a conversation with him. <laughs> and he just starts <laughs> starts rattling off stuff you don't want to know. <laughs> Is that heard? every time? <laughs> well, like it's the it's, types it's, of vinegar. Yeah, oh, it's it's part of his thing. I think it come. It, yeah, I think it, they deal with it later. But um, so yeah. Uh, so this is gonna be the hard part. Uh, suck. Yeah, one thing. One thing that's really bad. <sighs> okay, I mean, obviously, we talked about everything that I didn't like. <laughs> but if I had to specify, and. You know what? You're just gonna have to go for it. It's the it's the dance fight. I'll give okay, no, no. I can't do the dance fight because I'll give it one thing. 
if I was the cockroach, I would also probably be stunned into inactivity <laughs> if I started to see them. Are you serious to dance fighting right now? <laughs> <laughs> so I think what <laughs> for the, the suck for me is going to be that uh, it's just the nonsense reasoning behind total lack of communication and the reason why he even... I understand you're, you have a childish emotions and you haven't yet learned how to deal the, with things. The only reason why that would not be the worst for me in this episode is because I have seen that in many other shows. Oh, yeah. Just, it's just a that, that's, plot that's a trope yeah. because it happens a lot. It's a trope, exactly. The so, dance fight is just bad. It's bad. But the thing is, <laughs> I, I, wanted, I, I had a feeling that your thing was going to be the dance fight. And I, 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 something is so bad. It's okay for it to be both of our <laughs> Okay, because I really that was the whole time. Like when it started, I was like, no, no, I, I couldn't even stop. I actually said, dance fight. <laughs> and you're like, seriously, that's what they're gonna do? It's like seriously, no, because he, he, I can't. No, <laughs> we're gonna be doing this. Basically, we get to the end of talking about what we hate about the dance fight, and then start over. <laughs> yeah, dance fight. Okay, uh, so, uh. Sugoi? Sugoi. So for me, uh, this one was actually easy. From early on, I liked that the cockroach was aggressively attacking the belt. Because I think I was saying that last episode, is I would like to see that happen more. It's like, okay, so you just got two memories. Why not do it again, right? Like, now you know the weakness behind the yeah. whole thing. Just snatch him. And then the very start of the episode, he just comes up and obviously eats while he's getting beat up, but he takes the other two. And then his goal was to then take the other two and the belt. And I'm yeah. thinking, well, there you go. So when he ran away, he thought, I got four. I don't, he didn't know that he needed the belt at that time. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, I got a bunch of goodies. All of these seemed really sweet. Yeah. Although I would like to see how somebody uses one of those, like just Joker or just Heat. There's some things about that later. Okay. Well, <laughs> let's go, I'm going to look forward to that. Um, so uh, for me, I think I say this a lot, but I'm going to keep going for it. It's museum. Mm-hmm. There's this whole dynamic between them. Yeah. And I love the fact that they're the bad guys are characters. Right. You know, uh more so than any of the other shows we've watched. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh in Original Common Rider, they're just the evil organization. <laughs> yeah. In Kuga, they're just the monsters. And, I mean, they have and some personality incomprehensible and you can kind of see what's going on. Yeah, but, but they still like even that they're a hierarchy, they're monsters. Yeah, even their motives e- they, aren't they might really be clear. like an organization, but they're still a monster organization. Right. And even in Zero One, they're just like, they're robots, and then they have this big plan. They're like, liberate robots. Right. I mean, they started to pick up, like, I started to pick up some stuff with, like, Gene, for example, and it's like, okay, maybe there's a bigger picture, but definitely. The Sonazaki family are characters. Right. It's like, huge, like, it was right from the start. Um, like, you could follow a show with just them. Yeah. Like it would be like Breaking Bad, but it would just be yeah. that. <laughs> Probably a better Breaking Bad. I don't like Breaking Bad. I was thinking that, but I was going to say it. <laughs> but just like the the superpower drug dealing family. Come on, how <laughs> awesome would that show be? Right. Um, so you know that's just even it. I don't even think the rest of them deal in drugs, just Nazca. Well, no, because um, that's how, like, that's museum's main thing. Okay, I thought that was like Kirihiko's deal, and the rest is like, okay, well, I'm controlling... In news media, and I'm controlling like this. Much well, they ha- they have real they, estate. They have other things they're doing, but uh, that's like the the main thing. That's that's museum's main thing. Okay, is the like the Sonos. It's it's kind of like how um, like mafia families have other things they do, right? But their main thing was one thing. Okay, so yeah, for me, it's museum. 
So now we have to determine how badly this affects. <laughs> I think he's already at like the bottom. I I seem to recall he he was near the bottom, if not all the way. Um, he's 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 <laughs> he's next to last. Who's the last? Kuga. Kuga. Well, no. Here's yeah, the thing. The, it's like <laughs> Philip was horrible, but. She, Shotaro's still cool. I, I would say, actually, let's put Double in number one because that dance fight was superb. Oh, yeah. It was bomb, <laughs> baby. <laughs> but no. Um, uh, Here's the thing. I don't know. Was it worse than episodes? Okay, was the character development for this episode worse than character development for Kuga's episode? Because it was both a two-parter. We can actually fairly... Well, see, at the the thing is, is the same thing. At the end of both of these stories, they're the same characters they were in the previous story. Yeah, nothing's changed. It was just like double down. First, like off. like I said, you literally could just take these two episodes out. Yeah, it wouldn't have mattered. It wouldn't have changed anything. Yeah. Uh, I mean, because the only thing that okay, the only thing that was interesting for me was first off, we got to see that the cat was relevant. Mm-hmm. We got to see a little bit of the uh, Kirihiko. Yeah, this whole museum, the whole part of the museum, like I said, was the right. best part of the, the so, show. So far, both of those are so the museum stuff, and the one thing that I thought was interesting about Double's story was, um. Uh, Shotaru like actually grabbing Philip and saying, "Hey, they're still looking for you." Yeah, which I thought because that was a question I was having because it was it didn't seem like it was ever brought up because you know it's like episodic. We have yeah. here's our new case, here's our new case. Yeah. So that but that was last episode, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's like my question is, does Heaven's Tornado is it bad enough that I want to drop it down and put Kuga above it? <laughs> Kinda. I mean, they're both okay. You're in uh, what is it, seventh and eighth? How many writers do we have right now? They are fifth and sixth. Okay, fifth and sixth. So they're basically tied for last. Yeah. Uh, essentially. Can we just not have a number five and put them both down in six? <laughs> I think when that would be just leaving them. Yeah, then. just leave them as is. Because <laughs> it's like we didn't get enough to actually change anything from either no. of them. I mean, this is this was just as cringy as the last episode, but now everything just come to fruition. If anything, it's a relief that it's done. <laughs> yeah, I can, uh, you know, whew. it's like, okay, we did our taxes. It was important to get <laughs> over with, right? And now we're done. <laughs> oh man, yeah, you eat your peas. Now you can have some steak. Yeah, <laughs> and the steak will be the next episode. I actually think is actually, if I remember correctly, is pretty good. Is um the next episode of Double is called the S Terror. The maid detective witnessed it. Okay. Was that main detective? Maid. Maid detective. Okay. <laughs> M-A-I-D. Okay. All right. That's much better. Not like made, like created. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> so the S terror. Um, and S stands for two things. It's just like the letter stands for two. It stands for, it always stands for the Dopont. Mm. That's the main thing. Right. And then uh, something else in the story. Yeah. Like this one was cockroach and client. Right. Um, and also the girl's name just happened to start with a C. Chizu, yeah. yeah. So I thought that was interesting. They don't really think about that much. But no, yeah. I doubt it. Cause it's, well, because, you know, they were well, Actually, no, because the next one, the, the S actually, one of the S's is, is a name. Oh, okay. Uh, I can tell you the name, which would make it uh, make make it very interesting. The S in the name, the from the next episode is Sonazaki. Oh. The next episode, that's why I'm pretty stoked, because it's like, uh, it's a museum episode. Yeah. Well, because, I mean, the S terror is already making me think of... Terror. Yeah, I was already <laughs> making me think of that. So I guess it's not really a spoiler because I, I, my brain already went there. Yeah. Uh, but as long as you don't say anything else. No. Because then I'll start extrapolating and I don't want to. Uh, 
because I'm trying to like made detective. I'm like, what is this? Are they going to some sort of weird <laughs> cafe? <Yeah. or? laughs> uh, and oh no, it's like Sonozaki are rich, so right. But made detective. <laughs> yeah. So um, but our next episode is the eighth episode of uh zero one, mm-hmm. entitled "The Destruction Begins Now." <laughs> wow, that was pretty fast. <laughs> Some of these are just barely starting to get cooking, and here we go. Well, you remember, uh, Zero Ones also does arcs. Right. It's like 16, I think it's like 16 episodes. Okay. Is yeah, the first arc. Yeah, what we've, uh, or what you've found out from. Just osmosis of just seeing titles of things. Right. Um, so what is it called? The Destruction Begins Now? The Destruction Begins Now. All right. It's going to be good. Yep. And, and I mean, I haven't really been uh, disappointed in a Zero One episode yet. No. They're a good episode. Yeah. And that will be our next episode. Thanks for once again sticking with us all the way to the end of the episode, guys. If you want additional information, you can find it on our website, fanboyopinion.com. Or if you want to email us some of your questions or comments, you can do that at fanboyopinion at gmail.com. If you want to share your opinion on the episode, we'd love to hear it on Twitter at fanboy underscore opinion. Please don't forget to rate and review the show. Either way, I had a blast. My name's Eugene. My name's Eric. And we'll see you all next time.